Malcolm James McCormick, known by his stage name Mac Miller, was a famous American singer, rapper, and record producer. He was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on January 19, 1992. In Miller's bestseller, Best Day Ever, the young rapper says, no matter where life takes me, find me with a smile. Welcome back to Broken Artists, and today I'm joined by Maggie, Liv, Isabel, and Owen. Hello. Hi. And today I'm going to be talking all about Mac Miller. It is no understatement that Mac Miller's music influenced a generation of teenagers and young adults. Miller's music was about optimism, growing up in the suburbs, and enjoying the average life that a typical high schooler or college student could relate to. Miller's early music hit home with many teenagers in the average suburb home. He rapped about a life that certainly had its difficulties, yet mostly revolved around going to house parties, passing time with friends at the park, and so on. Unfortunately, his later music revealed Miller's deeper struggle with addiction and depression. Despite these lyrical clues, Mac Miller's death still came as a shock to the nation. The reason for this surprise is unfortunately due to the stigma surrounding mental illness and addiction. Mac Miller's overdose provokes society to examine some hard lessons related to Mac Miller's overdose and mental illness. The first thing we can do to learn from this tragedy um, is that struggle does not need to be kept a secret. While many rap lyrics glorify drugs and substance abuse, most of these same artists actually struggle deeply in silence. During an interview, Mac Miller said, Before, I was super... Uh, I was super insular all the time, just saying, staying in a room by myself, and it's so easy to paint this horrible picture of life when you're not giving yourself a chance to live it. I was too worried about the legacy that I would leave behind and how I remembered, how I would be remembered if I died. And I don't know, it's just kind of hard to hear that coming from such a uh, positive individual and kind of like a positive soul. Um, but. Um, in May of 2014, one of his independently released mixtape Faces, Miller referenced the death of another star who lost his battle with drugs, Philip Seymour Hoffman, rapping about how a drug habit like Philip Hoffman will probably put me in a coffin. The rapper mentioned his use of, a, of cocaine, uh, codeine, cough syrup, and angel dust. But um, after this uh, event of Philip's, uh, sorry, Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, a year later, Miller, Miller appeared to kick some of those habits with the release of a new and happier album, Good AM. So I don't know a lot about Mac Miller or his mm -hmm. music, but I have like heard about him and his relationship with Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's all I've, it's kind of yeah. sad, but I've always seen just his name tagged along with hers no, is I feel like how I've known about him but she's got the bigger name that's for sure yeah but could you like talk a little bit about the relationship or anything how did that affect him so they got together pretty early on um and they really like enjoyed them each other um and a lot of his albums were positive and super happy when they were together like I think he released good am when they were dating um, but then right after they broke up, like, like weeks after they, their breakup went like public, he was arrested on a charge of a DUI. Um, and after he crashed into a, like a light pole, he and two other passengers in the car fled the scene and were arrested later. And then later on an interview, he, um, he called the arrest like a stupid mistake. He was, mm -hmm. he kind of just shrugged it off. Yeah. So definitely going downhill and then. Later on um, in the year, he released um, his album Circles, which was much more heartfelt and kind of um, representing of his drug use and mental illness. Mm -hmm. um, it was kind of 
it was rough to hear and see mm -hmm. that and then seeing his overdose not a year um, later but you can't blame ariana grande for that you know right. what i mean i know right, she right. blames herself a lot yeah, like you can does. see in a lot of interviews mm -hmm. she still has a lot of love for she's him she's still broken up mm -hmm. about it for yeah. sure of course i mean who wouldn't be yeah that's hard to yeah. live with um so I noticed you said his last album, Circles, uh, dealt with more like discussion of his relationship with drugs and just mm -hmm. heavier stuff in general. Um, that reminds me, going back to like the Kurt Cobain episode, how we yeah. talked about how Kurt's albums of Nirvana and his solo stuff, you know, developed into discussing heavier things and being more open to heavier things. Mm -hmm. um, so can you really see that progression through Max Music? Um, I think he definitely talks about it. I don't think he he creates like an awareness so much for it but like one of his songs is called good news and it's one of his most popular songs out and it's an amazing song it's a fun uplifting song but the song is about you know i can only tell people the good news because they don't want to hear bad news yeah and so it's kind of like i need to hold that bad news in because i don't want to push out that bad news it'll make everybody feel bad and worry about me right. um and similar to like the first album, I think it's his most popular song, Circles. It's just kind of him going around, and he kind of just discusses that throughout the song. Not so much with drugs, but um, it's kind of just all symbolic of right. like, you know, I'm going in circles right now. I don't really have anywhere to go. Wow. And the cover for the album is actually really interesting. It's just a picture of him with like his hand on his head, and he's like falling forward almost. Mm. Um, and it's like super blurry, as if he was like under the influence, you know? Wow. And he just looks like, you know. He's not having a good not time. It's almost good. like nodding. Yeah, it wow. is. And a lot of his other albums are super like uplifting and you know, quote unquote bouncy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kids. That was his 2010 There's album. It was really good. A lot of fun. his music that I know that's played on the radio and stuff always seems super happy. Yeah, of course. So. His, his song, his intro song for kids is called "Kicking Incredibly Dope Stuff." Like, come on, how? Like, yeah. That's so yeah. happy. And then. His most popular song from that album is The Spins. I mean, could be a little bit of drug use. You know, <laughs> right. But, you know, it's all in good health, at least in 2010. Right, um, and then it develops 2019, into 2019, it kind of falls down. But, yeah. you know. So you mentioned that he struggled with depression mm -hmm. and also drug usage. Could you just go a little more into how those sort of combined to lead to ultimately his death? Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't elaborate on, I mean, how he died. So um, in early uh, 2018, his drug usage definitely went up and it showed throughout his music. It was just a lot of kind of nonsensical, you know, writing. Well, I wouldn't say nonsensical. It's just it definitely seemed much more down and um, hurt, could mm -hmm. I say, I guess. Um, but he overdosed on alcohol and cocaine and the cocaine was laced with fentanyl. Um, and there was a whole case on who had dealt the fentanyl to Mac Miller and wow. it was kind of a whole uh, whole ordeal but um, it it definitely hurt the community it was 2018 when it happened and mm -hmm. um, I don't know it was just pretty rough seeing as like he gave us so many signs through his writing and his yeah. music and like we still just kind of turned the other cheek I think same mm -hmm. thing happened with Juice World, you know very I mean, very much so yeah he um wrote all about drugs lean everything and still didn't listen but mm -hmm. yeah just to clarify his uh his overdose was accidental so i mean 
nobody was intending to get hurt, but, well, I mean, there's not much you can expect from doing alcohol and cocaine mm-hmm. in a combination. Especially if it's laced. Yeah, of course, but... So do you think with drugs being so glorified in music, you know, some of his song mentioned it a lot, and you said other artists, like Juice World, especially, mm-hmm. just do you think it being so glorified and popular in the music community leads to more people doing, you know, things that are dangerous and might lead to more accidental deaths just like this? Yeah, I think it's definitely kind of popularized, like, rapping and talking about drugs, like, freely. And it's even popularized and built a stigma around, like, how normal rapping about drugs are and doing drugs. And so I definitely think that um, it's hurting our community more than it's helping. Um, But I think through these unfortunate deaths and... um, our, our community will hopefully start to realize that this isn't, you know, games, you know. I mean, anybody can get hurt from this and anybody can fall into this trap. Okay, so you said about, like, the glorifying stuff that you do think it's, like, kind of bad to, like, have that influence. But you also mentioned earlier that, I mean, when he sang and rapped about drugs, as well as other artists, it was showing these signs that, like, he was going into this dark place. So how do you think artists should, like walk that line where they're not glorifying it to their audience but they're showing a sign that yeah. they need help yeah that's a good question well i think it's a very fine line but i think as a community our um our people have become desensitized to talking mm-hmm. about guns mm-hmm. drugs sex women i mean it's just kind of i mean just listen to any rap song today and <laughs> i'd be surprised if you're not offended by anything right. that you hear um and I think, right, like you said, it is definitely a fine line to walk. Um, and it's up to personal preference, like, to depict how you want to, you know, react to what they're rapping about. Well, I mean, I feel like it's oftentimes turns into a cry for help. But, like, when people start, especially, like, young rappers, like, start on the rise, a lot of the time they feel like the only way they're going to be marketable is if they rap about the things that are popular popular, in the community and the culture and like a lot of the producers and the powerful executives like like to push these drugs onto their clients because it keeps them in control keeps them making music keeps them making content um and so it can definitely turn into like a cry for help but um yeah maybe like a reset at the like core level of what the culture stands for and it'll be gradual maybe that's all we can really hope for yeah or just kind of help for those you know easily um easily accessible help for those who actually need it because there are some rappers that rap about drugs on the daily and do drugs Mm -hmm. on the daily and they're fine you know Mm -hmm. they're not struggling with mental illness or depression um maybe they're struggling with addiction but i mean they don't see it as a problem Mm -hmm. but there are some that are definitely struggling and you know need that call for help i mean a couple of his songs are called like drugs like one of his songs is called angel dust another one of him angel dust part two and angel dust part two yeah um there's malibu which is a type of alcohol Mm -hmm. um you know i mean it's just littered in his music everywhere but um a lot of it is just like you said for popularity and to kind of pull in a fan base because it definitely does get pull in a fan base Mm -hmm. um i just had another thought about um the way you were talking about yeah. um, drug culture and things like that in the rap community, um, it made me think about like a lot of my friends I know who listen to rap and, and love rap, and I know they're not involved deeply in these 
these activities that yeah. they speak of, right. of course. Um, and that I connected it to like the show Euphoria right now. Right. Like a lot of people really enjoy watching that show because it shows an aspect of life that a lot of the viewers are not accustomed with. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's like a niche audience that is, and that's why they like it so much. Mm -hmm. But the wider audience that is not involved in this lifestyle of drugs and addiction, um, it, it draws them in. So I was wondering like any thoughts on that? I think that's like a lot of reason why um, why people like Mac Miller so much is because um, a lot of his earlier albums, kind of 2016 and before, like you know, The Divine Feminine, I think was his last album of like childhood, I'd say, right. of like his youth, because um, he was only 23 when he died. Oh wow! Um, and um, I don't know, his earlier music didn't talk so much about heavy drugs and you know, angel dust or you know, cocaine or any of that. Mm. A lot of it was just you know, me and my boys chilling at home, you know, maybe, maybe smoking a little weed, right. but um, nothing too extreme. You know, a lot of it was just house parties, hanging out at the park, um, going skating. You know, there's not too much to like his earlier music that could be, you know, taken. And so did um, he notice like songs that he included grew in popularity definitely. when they were more like drug Yeah, definitely. Okay, a lot of his later music was a lot more focused around drugs. I think his second to last album that he made, um, was a lot of his music was like pretty like strict you know mm -hmm. use and talk about drugs good am had a couple songs that referenced heroin mm -hmm. um and i think cocaine as well it, um, did circles just heavy drug references in circles that? was a lot or was that more, more like emotional processing it was definitely way more I emotional see. it was very laid back it was a mm -hmm. super chill album yeah. not gonna lie it's actually my favorite album wow. um just because it's a very casual album but it's definitely um one of his more emotional, slower uh -huh. albums. But um, Good AM, I think, kind of presents his drug usage the most. But yeah, like yeah. you said, um, I think that's why a lot of people gra uh, what's the word? Gravitate. Gravitate. gravitated <laughs> um, to Mac Miller because his music wasn't strictly, you know. Right. So from what I've seen, he seemed to have gotten a lot more popular after he died. Do you, ha do you have an idea of why you might think that it had happened? I mean, I think it's just the the uh, the want to be a fan of somebody, you know. Same thing happened with X when he died. Yeah. I don't think he was I, w I wouldn't say he was a popular rapper then mm -hmm. um, before he died. I mean, he definitely had a fan base, but it wasn't as significant as it is now or 2 years ago, you know. Right. Um same thing with Juice World, you know. After after somebody dies, people just want to be a fan of them. And he had the Ariana Grande tie as well. And he also had the Ariana Grande tie, and that kind of created a, uh, a little weird uh, public scenario. Cause True, I guess right. it's not just some famous person's boyfriend. It was the famous person's boyfriend who died tragically very young, so that's a big news yeah. story. Yeah. Also, right. Thank You, Next was, like, released yeah. after his right. death, mm -hmm. mentions his name, right. you know, and she talks only good about him in that song. Of course. And so that's going to make all of her fans maybe check him out yeah i will say i kind of am interested i i want to go back and listen to some of these albums listening. we've been talking yeah. about yeah I circles circles definitely it's mm -hmm. just very laid back and chill it's nice hammy downs is my favorite good to know far. good to know um it's been really nice getting to learn about mac miller from you yeah. today are there any extra deep cuts or final thoughts that you'd like to share um i don't know i think his death definitely hurt but um he left us with many albums, EPs, and singles that, you know, his fan base can appreciate him for and remember him for. 
I don't know. It just created an awareness for, you know, what what he went through, um, especially as like a popular music artist as himself. The industry can eat you alive. So, you know, mm-hmm. got to do your best to keep your head above water. Right. Um, but thank you guys very much for coming on. Thank, thank you. Thank thank you. Thank you. I learned so much. I feel of so course, knowledgeable. Yeah. And uh, go listen to Circles. Here. I will. It's a great album. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.